you can't, if you don't know who you are, you cannot meet a man who's ideal for you because you don't even know what is ideal for you because you don't know who you are. Welcome to the Vibrant Flow podcast. This is a podcast for the woman who wants to embrace and cultivate her femininity and level up in all areas of life while honoring her feminine essence. I'm Joanna, and some of you know me by the name Joem, and I'm an independent music artist, wife, language enthusiast, among other things, and I'm on a journey in becoming the most vibrant expression of myself possible. Here, you will hear inspiring conversations, and you'll get tangible tools in growing in your femininity. My mission here is to help you fall in love with being a woman. So, let's get started. Hi beautiful, it's Joe here and I'm so excited for you to be here and listen to this episode with Dream. It was a pleasure talking to her. She has so many insights on your, you know, being yourself, finding your true desires and cultivating your femininity and really magnetizing that man that is for you. And um, we would both so appreciate it if you could share this episode with someone and subscribe and rate and review this podcast. It really helps in the podcasting world for this small podcast to get out there and reach more women who might need this. And it's just a value exchange in what I'm creating for you and what these people are offering for free. So thank you so much for sharing and let's get into it without any further ado. Today we have again a special guest from the US which I'm so excited for Dream Silas is a love coach and and she helps god-led women call in their ideal man by stepping into their femininity so i'm so excited to have this conversation with you uh, so thank you for being here how are you feeling sure. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling really good. Uh, just ready to get started. <laughs> Yay. So would you mind telling us a little bit about how you got into this work that you do? What sparked or what was the spark that led you to help other women call in their, you know, call in love and through femininity, all this, like, how did this happen? Well, it's pretty funny because it was sort of an accident. <laughs> I love to write, so I would just post little passages I wrote about romantic experiences that I had on my Instagram story, my personal Instagram uh, story. And people really enjoyed the little stories and I enjoyed creating them. So I started a, a blog um, in the middle of last year and it was only just to just talk about my experiences and that was really it. But then the more I started writing about love, about God, and about romance, the more I began writing about the lessons that I learned in my uh, my love life and how to get out of not so ideal situations. So because I had a really hurtful, unsuccessful love life for a while. So when I finally solved my problems and, and the more I thought about it, the more I wanted to help women in the same situations. So it just kind of snowballed into that it started with me just writing on my Instagram then I started a blog and then I would get emails about oh yeah I really like this experience that you mentioned can you give me advice and then I was just like okay I'm just going to start helping women uh, just coaching them on you know with their love lives to help them call in the man that's for them right 
Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And very often I've heard like so many stories and very often it's like something happens by accident. You just do something that you love. You, you know, you pour your heart into your creativity or whatever it is. And then it just grows into something bigger. And that's, that's just beautiful how it happens kind of organically in that sense. Yeah. Right. So, okay. This, this is something that I really, I'm, I'm excited to hear about because I've read your amazing story. <laughs> about you imagining being married to a man <laughs> named David and yeah. two years later you actually were so can yeah. you tell us more about that I'm sure the listeners would love to know what is that about <laughs> yeah so this was back in 2019 and it was really a good year for me emotionally and mentally um, as 2018, I worked really hard to uh, to transform and improve myself, and I really dived into forming a deeper relationship with God, which then led me to cultivating my femininity and accepting my desires to be a wife and to have a beautiful union. And then so one day in 2019, I was just in my dorm room because I was a senior in university and I had the strongest urge to play dress up. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to get dressed up. So I did, you know, I was just listening to how I felt at the time. So I just went, went along with it. And I dressed up and I was just in my dorm room listening to music, just completely um, just feeling good. And then I had another urge to pretend and this sounds so crazy but just to pretend that I was a wife to a man named David and at the time I didn't know any Davids on a personal level so it was strange it was just kind of like okay I'm thinking that I'm a wife to a random man at this point but it just felt very comfortable to do so I did and uh I just I just went through with it because it was fun and I would what, what it felt like was just me being in my mind, speaking to this man. Right, <laughs> um, right. Just talking to him and just interacting with him. And it felt very natural. But again, this was nothing like I, I've never done anything like this before, but I was just kind of going with how I felt. And um, so then I guess a year later, a year and a half later, I met a David, but nothing, it didn't really like dawn on me that, there was any type of connection until he proposed and as soon as he did I'm like oh my gosh wait this is crazy like I had this experience where I was talking and feeling like I was a wife to a man named David and right and, you know that, that just happened it was the strangest thing but it was it was kind of I don't know I, I really don't know what that really was about but it just it felt really good Wow. Wow. That's just amazing. That is just amazing. <laughs> and very often it just dawns on us after some time when actually something happens, something concrete. And then we're like, wow. Okay. Actually, I I've actually visualized something years ago or some time ago. And now I'm like, wow, it's here. Like it's, it's actually yeah. happening. How crazy is this? Right. So that is just such a beautiful story of like, First of all, you sort of tapping into your femininity and, and listening to yourself like that intuition also uh, that, you know, you being guided by Holy Spirit in that moment <laughs> and then just, you know, letting it go essentially because you probably forgot about it. And then, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. And then it actually comes to fruition sometime later. So that is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so um, the next thing that I wanted to ask is why is femininity important to you? Because I know like in your bio, you say, or you describe yourself as a love coach who helps women um, attract their man by stepping into their femininity. So why that part of stepping into their femininity? Mm -hmm. Well, I just think that a woman's femininity is a large part of who she is. And so for so long in my life, it was suppressed because I grew up in a family that really did not value that. So I, I just suppressed it or rejected it within myself. And you know, thinking back to the way I was, I felt really dead inside because I just was not being who I was. I was being a small, a very, very small portion of the person that I really am. Mm. And I didn't know who I was. So I I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't know who I was. So it just felt weird to even navigate life. I was depressed. I did not know how to interact with life, interact with people. I felt uncomfortable, you know, so it really wasn't in until I got close to God. And then I started, I felt called to cultivate my femininity that I started knowing who I am. You know, I started knowing like, oh my gosh, like this is what life is supposed to be about. Right. Yeah. And I feel like as far as getting to know who you are, um, you, you can't, if you don't know who you are, you cannot meet a man who's ideal for you because you don't even know what is ideal for you because you don't know who you are Mm, yes that is such an important point to make right and I felt like I couldn't meet um, a man that was for me because I wasn't meeting myself you know so I realized that importance you know uh, I guess a few years ago and so when I work with women I work with my clients that's the first thing that we kind of uh you know, attack, like just really embracing and stepping into your femininity, because it's important. It's who you are. It's a big part of who you are, you know? Yes. So I think yeah. really, that's really where that comes from and where the importance is. Wow. Yeah, that is such, I, I'm so glad that you said that because I think a lot of women and girls, like they don't realize that they're actually suppressing a huge part of themselves as yes. per how society, you know, teaches us to be and to operate in the world which is very (laughs) it's not very um conducive to cultivating femininity let's just say that so um and then just you know struggling in the dating game and 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 meeting actually someone who you're called or you feel like you're called to actually uh commit to but this is so this is so hard if you're not you know aligned with who you are essentially right and uh, yeah. so that is an Im- such an important point to make really it is yeah. wow so on that on that note um how can we actually align with our desires and position ourselves to meet a great man what is it that you help women or is there a process how do you see this this working mm-hmm. well i think that simply just aligning with your desires means to accept them it means to indulge in them and then to make them true and desires are put in your heart for a reason and I feel like I don't know really what 
the the programming is for for people but they just feel like their desires are bad and they try to like shoo them away or you know try to disregard them but i i don't think that that's a really good idea i really believe that desires are put in your heart for a reason and god put them in your heart for a reason and they're part of of your journey in this life and they're part of you and i believe that uh, you're watering yourself down if you're not accepting your desires and you're not getting to the truth of who you are um, and doing, being, and saying what you are called to do in this life that leads you to places, leads you to people, and puts you in, in front of the people that you need to be in front of, and it puts you on the path, your your the path of your life, and um, the path that is aligned with your life, and on that path is the great man that is for you, you know. So it's like it's just like you, it's just all about accepting yourself and accepting uh, who you are and accepting what God is putting in you. You know, and just going, going for it and understanding it, accepting it, indulging in it, and then seeing where that takes you. Mm. Oh, yeah, that that was such a beautiful, beautifully put phrase or explanation. I love that so much. And for me personally, as I'm not looking for a man, that really, really still speaks to me because I think that relates to a lot of things in life, not just, you know, this one thing, love life, but you know, desires in general that we have on our hearts about the things that we want to do, or if there's a vision that we've had in our hearts. So yeah, this definitely applies to a lot of things. Yes. Right. So in your experience, what are some of the biggest obstacles and reasons why women are still in that? Why I, why am I single phase? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think there are three really, really big reasons why a woman is single if she doesn't want to be. And one of the biggest ones is that she's hiding herself and she's not being who she is. Kind of like how I was just talking about, you know, embracing your desires and embracing your femininity. There's something there that she's not accepting. There's something there that she's that she's hiding. You know, she's hiding herself and she's not living from the truth of who she is. So the man who is for her can't find her because she's not being her you know so that's that's really the biggest thing that i see with um a lot of the women that i work with they're just hiding themselves right Mm -hmm. i think another reason another really big reason is she's just not clear on what she wants so she starts bringing in unclear um just confusing situations Um, And that's another thing that I see with a lot of the women that I work with. They're always in a state of confusion with a man. They're like, well, I don't know what we really are. And I don't really know what he wants. And I don't really know what I want. So they just start bringing in things that are just confusing uh, because they're not clear. So that's something that I help women get, you know, I help them get clear so that they can bring in something that actually makes sense. And it's not confusing and, and, and harmful for them. And then I feel like the last reason is also a really big reason is that women have been kind of beaten over the head with talk of self-sufficiency and self-love to the point where any little ounce of them wanting a relationship wanting a union it just feels like them not being content with their life and again i'm not you know i'm not really uh i'm not against self-love or self-sufficiency of course it's important but not to the point where you're denying yourself, 
you know, you're not to the point where you're denying your desires to be loved, to be a wife, to be in a union, you know? So I think that that's a really big reason in this day and age, uh, women are just denying their desires out of a fear that they're not self-sufficient enough or they're not loving mm. themselves enough. Yeah, definitely. And it's a, it's a huge like societal value to to be super independent and self-sufficient yes. and sort of prove yourself as a woman like, yes, I, exactly. I can. It's like I can in every area of life. I don't need help. That becomes like a, a badge of honor almost or yeah. I don't need this and I don't need that because I'm a strong woman. And yes. and that just... <laughs> you know, directs women further away from the core of who they are and what they desire. Yes. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's very, very harmful. And to deny yourself your desires, it, it, that's not loving yourself. It's just betrayal, mm. you know, and not, and not honoring yourself. So, I mean, it, that's a really, really big reason in this day and age, in this time, which is, it's, it's kind of sad, but... Um, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it is. It is what it is <laughs> with with this. Um, yeah, modern society as it is in the Western world. Um, but that is such a, a poignant word betrayal. It's not something that we hear a lot like in relation to this, but I think it holds a lot of truth to it. Like you're betray essentially betraying yourself and who you were created to be exactly. when you're just, you know, following the mass programming, if, if you will, <laughs> and just going with the wrong flow, if, you know, if we can say that, and, yeah. you know, trying to impress or approve or, you know, just, yeah, prove yourself as a in super, super independent woman. Right. Right. Yeah. So, on the first point that you said, like, um, uh, that women are hiding themselves and yeah. it really ties into what we just spoke about, like betraying yourself, not understanding yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, has there been like, um, how do you help women uncover what they are actually hiding? Mm -hmm. Well, at first I just kind of just look at their desires. I tell them to look at their their desires and see what it is that they want that they're cutting themselves off off from or what do they want to be that they're not allowing themselves to be the women that I work with a lot of them so they, they water themselves down they're only being 50% of who they are so I'm asking I ask them in all areas of your life what are you not allowing yourself to do you know it could be anything it could be if you want to learn a language and you're not doing that you know why are you not doing that right? Or if you want to learn an instrument, why are you not doing that? You know, if you want to go travel, if you want to start a business, if you want to just, just whatever, like, what are you not allowing yourself to do? And why are you not doing that? You know? Mm -hmm. And then it starts when I ask those questions, you know, I start getting a bunch of different answers about why they feel like they can't do this or, you know, why they feel like they can't be a certain thing, but the what are the, what are some of the, um, examples of um, replies or answers that you've gotten for uh for them not for them not I, allowing them to do something or go after something I think a lot of it is just fear <laughs> a lot of it is fear is what I get they feel like they just can't do it um or they feel pressured to be a certain way 
um, other than the way that they actually are, or they just don't see it enough. I realize that a lot of women, they need to see some type of, I don't know, representation for them to go ahead and just actually take up their desires. So it's kind of different. It's a, it's an array of different um, reason, reasonings behind why they, they don't go forward with the things that they actually desire in life. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of it is just fear. At the end of the day, they're af- afraid to be seen. Right. Seen, they just want to be hidden in the, in the background, kind of, or just blending in with everyone else. But that's never really, that's never fulfilling. That's never satisfying. So, uh, yeah, I go in and I and I just break this, de- break everything down to a, a smaller level. And it's funny because, yes, like I'm a love and relationship coach, but I, I feel like I do so much outside of that. Like I'm breaking down someone's just personality, just breaking right. down their blocks. It's it's everything, you know, it's it's crazy how love and relationships, you know, they it goes so far deep that I'm speaking about, you know, women's uh their childhood and just their relationship with their parents. Uh, you know, it just gets it's it's so broad and uh it's it's interesting to really see how every little thing kind of affects uh, a, a woman's attraction or what she's attracted to or the, the men that she calls in uh you know so it's 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 pretty interesting yeah definitely definitely I mean it's a huge it, it's something that affects every area of our lives I find like our relationship and relationships in general of course we are like relational beings so that makes sense and yes like childhood wounds and what happened or you know what what kind of childhood you had it affects everything so those are such an important you know areas to dive into to actually go to the root of you know for example the fear of going after something or do you do you find that um that women feel that they're not worthy of what they desire yeah actually that comes up a lot now that you've said that yes uh, worthiness is a really big thing that that comes up um they just feel like they don't deserve it (laughs) uh they feel they don't deserve the good things in life and a lot of the time um because i bring in very religious women a lot of the time and they 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 feel kind of like their religion is not allowing them to accept certain things or to desire certain things and they feel like they don't deserve it. So mm. it's interesting to, to kind of work through that with them because it's so deeply rooted uh, in, in who they are. So it takes a lot to kind of start reframing that. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I definitely can believe that and, and I've experienced it myself as well. So yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of unraveling to do sometimes. And I think it's interesting and I love how you talk about on your Instagram, you talk about like how God really wants, like he's not denying or or putting these desires in your heart to to mock you or to tease you or to be like, ha ha, you're not going to get this, (laughs) Right. but suffer there, please, will (laughs) you? Right. Yeah. I think it's it's an interesting point. I always have to point out that God would not mock you. 
you know, why are you feeling these desires and so strongly and especially uh, for, for women who have been feeling a desire for years, for decades, you know, like, why do you think that's there? Do you think that you're just selfish and you're just making things up? I'm like, no, you know, we, I think sometimes we really forget just how close we are to God and how he, you know, he continually puts things in us, puts things in front of us for us to unravel and understand and come into, you know, so it's just God will not mock you. I always have to say that. I like always have to say that to all of my clients all the time, like a, a constant reminder. Right, right. That's beautiful. Um, so on that note, again, <laughs> what has surrendering to God in your experience taught you about romance and vice versa? How do these like intersect? Well, I think that surrendering to God helped me release control and see that God has always been romancing me in my life with beautiful experiences and um, exposing me to the beauty of nature, of art, of and also putting men in my life to love me and show me his love through them. And it, it all just feels just so moving to just realize like, oh my gosh, throughout my entire life, I've always been romanced, you know, by God, I just was kind of cutting it off, taking control, um, where I didn't need to take control and just not seeing it. But once I started surrendering to God, once I started, um, once I was called to cultivate femininity, I started seeing everything. I started seeing that it was like a grand romance and I was in the middle of it. And it just, I don't know, it just feels, it feels incredible to really recognize that. And um, it just feels moving and uh, I just feel so thankful for it for the beauty being shown to me all the time mm. and and this made me form an even deeper relationship with God because as I'm in this this grand romance I'm feeling so thankful and I just want to connect further and further with him and so it just feels like a loop of romance beauty and God and you know I'm still in that loop and it just it feels amazing wow Yeah, I was just taking in what you said. That's so beautiful. And I, I felt everything you said. Um, that is such a beautiful way to put it, like this huge romance that you're in, like God romancing you. Like I can definitely see that in my life as well. And I can also see when I sort of shut my eyes from it or, or I was like <laughs> in denial about it or I rejected it yeah. because... I have to, you know, push or I have to, you know, I have to be self-sufficient or whatever it is that I'm, <laughs> what the state is or what I feel like I have to control or keep the, you know, keep, keep the control in my hands essentially. But yeah. once you really let go of that or practice letting go of, co of that, because of course it's not like, yeah, I just once let go and that was it. And I never had to practice it again. <laughs> <laughs> but um once you practice letting go and surrendering it just the way you said it is just so accurate because it really feels like god is romancing you and that is a wonderful frame of mind to be in and in so many ways i find that it's the complete opposite of what a lot of people um whose relationship to god is perhaps um 
warped in some way because of yeah. whatever it, you know, world has taught, you know, you have to be in constant, like, oh, you know, being a, <laughs> like super afraid and, and, um, and like, what is he going to say about this or think about this? And I am such a loser whatever it is. Like yeah. we have a lot of stories and a lot of narratives around that and always, you know, trying to appease mm-hmm. a God, which is, <laughs> which is not what this is about. So I, I love that you are how you explained that and, and how you experience that. So beautiful. All right. So do you have any tips for my girls for great first dates or dates in general? It doesn't have to be the first date. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like um, one of the biggest things is to make sure to dress up to feel beautiful because uh, obviously this is just a a people thing, but when they look good, they they feel good and they feel more confident. Um, So that's one of the biggest things I really feel. And uh, uh, I will say that in, in, again, speaking about these modern times, um, I just recently saw an article. I don't re- really remember where the article was from, but it was talking about how on first dates, you, know, you should just dress down completely, uh, no makeup, just sweatpants and <laughs> um, just no, you know, hair not done or, or something like that. And I just thought how insane that really is because I don't believe that people feel good when they look like that. Mm. You know, how, <laughs> I just can't I can't see that you know so we've I think we've moved away from trying to I guess dress to impress but I really do feel like that's still very important and it's not really just even just in dr- addressing to impress someone else but to impress yourself <laughs> you know so I think that's still a really big tip for a first date or a date in general or just life in general yes Absolutely. I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing I would say is just to uh, tell women to just relax and remember that you don't have to work for for love. You know, I see I meet a lot of women who feel like they have to do the absolute most for a man to get him to to like her or love her. But that's just not the truth. You know, they do everything but be themselves, (laughs) you know, so I always tell, you know, relax, get out of your head you know, drop down in, into into your body, indulge in the moment, um, take the man in front of you for who he is and just enjoy him. You know, those are right. the kind of tips that I, I have. And another thing, um, a lot of times, you know, women will tell me that they're really nervous. So I tell them to expose that. I think that there is such power in just being able to say, you know, I'm feeling nervous, <laughs> you know, and just being vulnerable in, in that sense, because it ends up killing the, the, the nervousness it really does because you just expose it um so i think that's another good tip and then lastly just to be open and to have fun and uh, again to enjoy the moment enjoy the man in front of you enjoy the atmosphere enjoy the sounds the smells the tastes you know just to enjoy that yes definitely like getting that sensual awareness going like being being in the body and and i mean (laughs) even being married i know or I've had a lot of dates with my husband or times and I've been trying to enjoy time with my husband and I've been completely in my head, like 100%. Yeah. And, you know, just trying to analyze what should happen next or what I sh- what should I say next? Or why is, why is he wearing those pants? Why, <laughs> why is, 
why is this this working this way or the way I want? And, you know, you know, going into that critical mindset, which is just killing the enjoyment altogether. But I think it's, at least for me, it's very easy to go into that mind, mind space. So practicing really being dropped into the body and being aware of my senses instead of like analyzing the situation because we women we tend to analyze everything what is he saying like what does he mean by that and and (laughs) you know all of this and and then it just you know it takes away the enjoyment and then you just really can't even appreciate the man in front of you if you're you know stuck inside your head yeah absolutely that is beautiful thank you for those tips and those are definitely something that are not just for first dates or dates, or these are for like dates in general, even if you're married, even if you're in a relationship, definitely something to um, practice. And you get better when you practice this. I find that you get better. You do. You definitely get um, better with practice, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So now that you are married to your beautiful David, um, (laughs) Uh, what are your favorite ways of showing love and respect to your husband? Mm-hmm. This is pretty uh, an interesting question because I feel like one of the the biggest ways um, I show love and respect is just to be playful with him. Uh, he really loves me being playful. I really love to be playful, just, just relaxing and, and not letting things worry us and to just play with each other and in that playful state you know I'm always very attentive to him expressing my appreciation for him and we just connect on a really beautiful level when I'm being playful and he's just he's just receiving that it's it's pretty interesting to just watch us I don't know just goof around or just uh, be in that playful state so that's really one of the the biggest ways I like to you know show my appreciation for him show my respect for him and, and and show my love for him just being playful with him that is actually a great point. Like, I, I do agree with you. And I've <laughs> also experienced that. And I don't know, it's just, you know, when you're in that playful state, it's, you're essentially, you're in your femininity, you're really embodying yes. your femininity. And that, that gets the polarity, like it's like, in that perfect balance, yes. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so when you're playful, that really invites the guy to or the man to you know, really enjoy that moment and be, be relaxed themselves as well. Because when we're in that critical nitpicking analytical in the head kind of mind space that, (laughs) that sort of, you know, shuts off the connection and it doesn't really draw in the man. Right. So so when you're in your playful state, it really draws in the man and they, they feel appreciated because (laughs) If their woman is feeling good about themselves, they're having fun or they're just, you know, enjoying themselves, that is like a compliment on them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I just love, I love that feeling. And I love how you said that um, it just really emphasizes the polarity because it really does. I feel, I, when I'm in that state, I feel so much more like a woman and he feels so much more like a man and we just enjoy each other like that. And there's just like a very magnetic attraction. Oh um, yeah. In that state. So it's just, it's really fun for both of us. Oh yeah, definitely. 
that is so true that magnetism gets sort of activated or something <laughs> that yeah. is so true that is so true right so i mean I've, I've been loving this conversation so many great tips um what i still want to ask you is like um what are the ways that you personally like not just with your man not not just you know with your husband but just you know personally individually how do you cultivate your femininity is there something like that you love to do creatively or creatively yeah or or <laughs> why does that word sound so funny creatively <laughs> creatively anyway <laughs> um or something that you love to do do you have routines what is it what is it that you enjoy doing um i think again it's really just being playful i mean i mentioned the story earlier um back in 2019 when i had the urge to just dress up um and then imagine myself being a wife to a man named david i mean i think it, it's really interesting because um when i first started surrendering to god and then felt called to cultivate femininity the first thing that that came to me was playfulness so i grew up um very a very serious kid I was a very serious, just very strange kid, never really <laughs> laughed, never really did anything like that. Um, so life felt really hard for me, you know, as a child. But like I said, the more I surrendered to God and the more I was called to cultivate femininity, the first thing that came to me was playfulness. So just being able to laugh, being able to giggle, just being able to dance, being able to sing and really just being Uh, at ease and being able to be playful like that's the biggest thing for me and that's how the more I'm playful the more I'm realizing like, like oh my gosh you know this this is more who, of who I am and I, I feel more feminine I just feel um, I don't know like my the playfulness allows me to do things you know to do other things kind of like how I mentioned um, it was an accident that I started coaching uh, Uh, women, it really came from me just being playful and me just speaking about my experiences, um, my romantic experiences throughout my life that just came from a state of playfulness, you know, so mm. everything now uh, in my life is really just coming from a state of playfulness and I'm seeing everything kind of just all come together. So I would really say the biggest thing for me, like as, as far as cultivating femininity is literally just allowing myself to be playful. Wow. I love that so beautiful i mean that's just because i can relate to you so much like i was a very i grew up very serious as well like i took everything very seriously like yeah. i was just you know you know <laughs> very serious about everything and like everything has to be like hard and i'm right i'm so you know i'm you know i took pride in being like very serious about things and, and putting in the work and you know all of that that was really part of my identity mm -hmm. and yet it felt so constricting and of course I experienced burnouts and and yeah. and chronic pain which I'm still healing from and all of that so it's like <laughs> when you come into that playful state and start unraveling all those um constricting layers <laughs> Yeah. of what you were or what you tried to be but it really wasn't your true essence it wasn't really your yeah. design how you were designed and then you come 
back to your femininity it really feels like you're coming home like yes it, yeah. yeah so that's that's what I've experienced as well it's like this grand homecoming <laughs> yeah no you're you're absolutely right and um it's it's funny that a lot of people you know they speak about ch- childhood being these glorious times, uh, you know, but that really was not the case for me. Uh, I really do feel like I'm so much happier as an adult, as an adult woman than I was as a child. So it, it it's, it's pretty interesting to really see everything kind of uh, form just because I surrendered to God and just because I was called to cultivate my femininity. It's just, I feel, I just feel great. <laughs> you know, I feel great and I just feel in love with life. And that's something that I did not feel uh, before, you know. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's that spark, like, yeah, really gets reignited. And I love it. Yeah. So beautiful. So beautiful. So before we wrap up, what I always ask is, what do you most cherish about being a woman? Apart from, you know, being playful, <laughs> if you can come <laughs> up with some, you know, other yeah. things as well. Mm-hmm. I love that question. Um, I really think that I think it's really just being able to feel everything so deeply and being receptive to everything, to beauty, to love, to romance, to God. And I feel like women have this special ability to just be able to feel things very uh, deeply. So that that's what I would really say. Um, just being able to just I don't even know, absorb things, right? And and just, it, it feels like you're living life, but in a different, just in a more intense way, because you can just receive it, receive it all. And especially when it when it's beautiful things, when it's lovely things, or, or things that are just romantic, or things that are um, of God, it, it just feels like you're just taking on all of this wonderful power so I think that's really what my favorite thing about being a woman is really I love it so good so good and that absorbing like that is such a good word to use because I feel like that's true you're able to absorb so much yeah and sometimes it feels overwhelming if it's like you know (laughs) emotional stuff (laughs) and you're absorbing everything like for me sometimes I feel like it just gets way over my head. Like I'm absorbing everything. I watch a movie and I've absorbed the whole world and the emotional atmosphere. And I'm like, (laughs) I can't like come out of that state for many hours, (laughs) but yeah, it's, it's still beautiful when you're like able to relate and able to feel so much. Right. It's a gift. It really is a gift, even though sometimes it's a lot. (laughs) It definitely is a gift and it it can become overwhelming, but, um, it's just intense. And I, I really feel like, you know, that's what life, life is supposed to be intense, you know, cause that's, that's what makes it worth it. Mm, so Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So where can our listeners find you online? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Silas wrote it. That's S I L A S W R O T E I T. Um, or my blog, which is Silas um, or you can find me on Facebook, which is Dream Silas, but it's D-R-E-E-M instead of D-R-E-A-M, <laughs> but it's D-R-E-E-M-S-I-L-A-S. Facebook would not let me have my real name. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, D-R-E-E-M. All right. All right. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> That's beautiful. 
And I, I love your name. It's actually because in, in, in Finnish, because I'm Finnish, and we actually have a name, like literally a translation of your name in Finnish as well, really? which is Unelma. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty thing. Yeah, pretty name. Absolutely. So thank you so much for coming on. I thank thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I feel like this flowed really nicely. and. Um, I just loved having you. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Love talking to you. Thank you so much. And girls, like go check Dream out. I love her stuff on Instagram. She's just such a light and so beautiful and so inspiring. So I know you won't regret it. 